listening to the Foggy Jack Collective Podcast. You Here at the Foggy Jack Live Podcast, we support Haunters Against Hate because hate is the scariest thing of all. A simple statement has evolved into a nonprofit organization that gives haunters a voice to express themselves and the challenges they are facing in life and in the haunt community. For more information, please visit www.hauntersagainsthate.com. Jeebus, creepers, where'd you get those creepers? Jeebus, creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Oh gosh, all get up, had to get so lit up. Gosh, all get up, had to get that size. Oh golly gee, when you turn the heaters on, woe is me. Got to put my cheetahs on. Ajeebas, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Oh, those weepers, had to get my ties. Oh, where'd you get those eyes? Oh, jeepers, 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 creepers, where'd you get those peepers, boy? Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Guys, all get up. I did get so lit up. 
Casual, get a boy, hot, get that size. Golly gee, oh, when you turn those heaters on, war with me. Got to put my cheetahs on. Jeeba, 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 scream, brother. Wedge with those people, boy. Oh, those weebers, how they hypnotize, yes. Where'd you get those eyes? humans oh it's so nice to be back today and doing this i'm doing my favorite thing in the world and that's talking about <sighs> scary shit yeah um so uh i before we start today oh yeah i'm clark and welcome to the only light in the dark yeah that's what we do so uh anywho before we start today i want to uh uh make a little uh, comment on my last show, in which we, we talked about the incredible movie Near Dark. I had blanked on the actor who had played Diamondback, and that is Jeanette Goldstein. The insanely talented, the convincing, the doppelgangerish Jeanette Goldstein. So if you want to see any more of her, I suggest you go find, um, uh, do a Google search on a couple little movies. Oh, Aliens, where she plays badass Private Vasquez, or Terminator 2, where she plays that kind of bitchy foster mom who who is really, you know, I, spoiler alert, she's killed by the robot thing hunting John Connor, and that pretends to be her. And then kills his foster father. It's a pretty popular movie. I imagine you guys should have seen it. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, uh, so I just want to apologize for that—that that I had overlooked that because she is an incredible talent. Um, so and also she she was in those two movies with uh, Bill Paxton, who, uh, in Near Dark and Aliens, as. Uh, uh, Severin and oh yikes what is his name in Aliens oh my goodness oh my goodness why am oh so I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing a little bit of research while I uh, talk about that but yeah he uh, Bill Paxton uh, it is Private Hudson mm, oh I almost said the F word uh 
Private Hudson. That's right. Oh. And he died, unfortunately, in 2017 at the age of 61. I believe he was having heart surgery and there were complications and he uh, passed uh, during the procedure. And just a very a tragic loss for, for any generation. He was such a brilliant actor. Uh, you could tell that he really enjoyed his work. Um, I, 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 I mean, go back, watch, watch Twister, watch, watch Aliens, watch, uh, uh, Frailty. Oh, Frailty. He was so good in that. I'm probably going to do a whole episode, on a, a tribute to Bill Paxton. Um, I, I think he deserves that. Anyway, on with the show. So, uh, Two segments in a row we talked about movies. Uh, I'm going to switch gears a little bit because this is just all horror. This is should be all-encompassing. That's, that's what we're talking about. And horror is so important. It's, 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 it's the superior genre. Okay? It can encapsulate every other genre inside of it. It could have romance, drama, comedy, uh, espionage. It can have all kinds of stuff. It, and, but at the same time, it's primarily first a horror movie. Now, you can have you know, a mix, but it's always horror comedy. Horror sci-fi. Horror fantasy. There's always the prefix of horror. So, I mean, yeah, you can have elements of horror like tangentially in like a romance movie or a romantic movie, uh, movie or comedy or something like that, where like maybe people are on a date watching a horror movie or some shit. Uh, but that's not the point of the movie. Anywho, uh, moving onward, I want to talk about a really, really great graphic novel. Um, it's, uh, it's called death follows. It was published by dark horse. Uh, and let's get this out of the way, uh, because I, I always would like to try to do this. I'd always like to try to give credit where credit's due. The, uh, uh, it's written by, uh, Cullen Bunn and, uh, drawn and colored and, and lettered by, uh, what can I, I, I can assume are these Zamudio siblings, AC Zamudio and Carlos Nicholas Zamudio. Um, so hats off to you guys. Brilliant work you did. Um, I hope I get to share more of your stuff in the future. Um, so, let's get started, shall we? Death Follows. It is kind of a timeless tale. You could tell it takes place a while back, but really, it could take place now. In certain areas of the world, it, it, could, it could be uh, a modern story. But it fits... Anywhere from like the 20s to the 80s is about where it fits the best. Um, and it tells the tale of uh, a small farm family. Uh, it's the daughter, uh, her sister, father, and mother, and their little dog. And Birdie is the name of our main character, the oldest sister. And she's actually the narrator. Um, so... It takes place on their little farm. It's a very closed-in kind of area. And it starts off with a, a drifter 
coming to their home and looking for work. And right away, Birdie is scared of this guy. He is really kind of creepy looking. He, he is tall. He's skinny. Uh, he's even described as uh, uh, looking like a scarecrow. Uh, and that's what she, that's what she says when she first sees him, uh, for, for some reason, the stranger reminded me of a scarecrow and, uh, that's from the book there, but just the art is done really, really well. The, uh, uh, the pictures themselves tell a story, which is really important. You know, just like in, in, in movies, the shot should be able to tell you the story without any words, you know? Um, so this guy gets hired on, oh, he's got these really big disturbing teeth and he's going to get this long skinny face. He's got this ratty old hat and, uh, he smokes a lot of cigarettes. He's real gross. So the reason, uh, the farm's looking for a worker is, uh, Bertie's father has really bad rheumatoid arthritis. You know, he's a big farm dude, but he needs help moving moving stuff around his hands don't work quite so well so he hires this guy on birdie is really scared right away something's wrong and within like 20 minutes something really wrong is happening they take their dog into the shed the dogs they have this little jack russell terrier and historically jack russell terriers are like rat dogs they they hunt vermin and stuff like that uh and they take this dog into the barn sorry the barn to hunt rats and the, this little this little dog eats and, and doesn't eat but like kills like 30 rats you know right away not 30 but a, a bunch maybe a dozen and the girl's job is to you know collect the rats and and put them into a burn pile and as they're doing it they're they're shoveling up these little these little mangled carcasses all the rats start to come back to life all the all these rats this dog killed they're coming back to life and they're coming at the girls trying to attack them birdie gets bit which initially seems like it leads like like maybe she's infected with something at first because she discusses it a couple times but it's it i mean it's not really a red herring it's just kind of like I, I don't know why they went into more detail maybe just to maybe they thought they were gonna go there i don't know they seem to focus on it for just a minute. When you read it, you'll, you might get what I'm talking about. So now these rats are coming back to life. And I probably that's never happened before on the farm. I imagine, I imagine she would have mentioned it somewhere in, the, in her dialogue. Um, they kill the rats and then so on and so forth. Uh, I don't want to give away the story. It's an amazing story. It is sharp. It hits you hard. It is smart. Um, really, really fast paced and it, it, you know, never, ever expect a happy ending with graphic novels, especially graphic novels. They, they don't play to such a wide audience, audience, especially in horror, uh, horror genre. They, they, it's really hard to expect a, uh, a happy ending with a lot of these. Cause this is where a lot of artists bring their, their, their id into the world, you know, it's where they, they, what, what the things that scare them, the things that, that make them sad. This is kind of how they work that shit out. 
Um, so I, 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 I take, I take this kind of stuff, even these short little one, you know, um, uh, one-offs. I, I think that's really serious stuff. Cause I, I, that came from the inside of someone's mind, you know? And, um, I don't, I don't, what, what the hell am I babbling about? Jeez. Uh, well, I, I, I have a theory that looking at someone's art, watching someone's movie, reading someone's book, it's a little bit like telepathy. You are, especially when there are pictures involved, because really words cannot describe enough. We are so limited with language that it's, uh, uh, it, it's probably one of the big reasons we argue and we fight with each other so much, why it's so appealing to us to, to have an adversary. Um, and I mean, how silly is all that nonsense guys? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to break it down a little bit. Uh, I've been on this planet for a few years now and I've seen some things. I've experienced some shit. Um, it, it is beyond my understanding why you would ever think that this person with two arms, two legs, two eyes, uh, came from the same place you did, you know, really all it is is just a, it's, it's a mistake of geography or mistake. It's, it's a, it's, it's a arbitrary happening of geography and genetics. Um, we do this to ourselves and we allow it. We allow it to happen. You know? In the end, really, I guess my biggest message is it doesn't matter because we're all meat for monsters. <laughs> uh, uh, you know? It's hard to get people to look at it that way, but isn't it the truth? You know? We're all going to the same place. We're all basically walking the same path to get there. Why make it any more bumpy? Whatever. Um, definitely, definitely go out and check out uh, Death Follows. There's another couple of comic books I'd like you to check out. There's the um, Fall of Cthulhu. Really, really good. It's a huge, huge um, uh, uh, omnibus now. Really big, really cool. Um, also, Hack Slash. The exciting tale of Cassie Hack as she travels the country, basically, and hunts down supernatural serial killers, slashers, uh, with the help of her trusty giant uh, deformed sidekick, Vlad, who's like one of my favorite characters of all time. But really, really check that one out. Uh, also, Weird Detective. Wow, Weird Detective is a really good one, too. Um, Providence. Nice, nice really, really cool Lovecraftian cosmic horror. Um, let's see, how much time do I got here? I don't want this to be a huge one. I'm good with it being just a couple of minutes. Oh, I'm going to put another minute or so. Uh, well, how's everyone doing? You know, this is, I, I, I'm getting to be, I, I'm enjoying this more. And I hope that, 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 shy, that shines through in, uh, in my show. Um, I am going to be kind of expanding into other areas and doing other stuff. Um, I'd like you guys to stay tuned for that, but I also want to thank you for listening to a Fo foggy Jack's podcast. Um, uh, 
it's it's really important to support this kind of stuff. Arts art is is so subjective, but it is so important. You know, anything that somebody creates for the value of having others enjoy it or just for your own enjoyment is is art. And there's value to all of it. Um but yeah, so thank you guys listening for listening to my segment, uh, unless you skipped over it. And that- this is me. Here at the Foggy Jack Live Podcast and the Foggy Jack Collective Podcast, we are proud to support our friends and our family in the LGBTQIA plus community. And you are always welcome and safe here. Les, you want to kick it off? No, because I can never remember our new intro. This is what John's It's not for. new. It's been almost a year. I know. <laughs> All right, fine. <clears throat> Coming to you live from the Chamber of Haunter Studios, this is Haunting You. I am your host, Keone Hutton. And I'm Leslie Reed. What is so hard about that? Come on. My brain freezes when I don't have something to read, and it's I, not just me speaking. It's because I'm staring at you, isn't it? Like, I get inside your uh-huh. head, and then you forget what you're supposed to say. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're supposed to do that to John, not me. Yeah, so I'll, I'll t- turn my camera off next time, and then you can do the intro. Yeah, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> well, welcome, everyone, back to the Haunting You podcast. It is August 1st. Not actually. It's actually July 30th, but we're not going to – but, you know, I have two days to edit. We'll be fine. Oh, well, the summer is just absolutely flying by. We have had so much fun trying to replace John on the podcast. Uh, You know, people got bored of listening to just me and Les while John is on his leave of absence. And so we try to fill his hole with a different guest every podcast. And so we had um, lots of folks from the Chamber of Haunters come on. We had uh, Doug Sheldon come on and announce Fear Expo Live. And now, because it is August and we are into... Um, shit, what do actors do when they need to, or when they try out? What's that called? Auditioning! Auditions. So because it is August and we are into auditioning season, <laughs> we thought it would be a great time to highlight the meat and potatoes of the haunting industry, the haunt actors. I mean, you know, we designers spend the entire year trying to get things ready, but without our actors, I mean, we don't have a show, like... My scares are not nearly as impressive without someone there to trigger them and scare well, the crap and out of people. Even with all the advances that are being made with animatronics and um, our ghosts that we use and everything else, you need that timing that only an actor can bring. I have never seen an animatronic that get, that has the timing of a real life person. Anim- and I try. I try. <laughs> But it does not work. No, it, it doesn't. You, you've got to have that. And it's also actors are so valuable because they can adjust everything that they do on the fly. Like Based, that's, based again, on what they are seeing and the people they are coming yeah. through and how they are looking and reacting. And you hey, can't get I that out of a machine. five-year-old kid that parents shouldn't have brought him, but they did. So let me not be completely terrified. <laughs> oh, it's a group of 20-year-old dudes. Yeah, I'm going to scare them shitless. 
Exactly, exactly. So we are kicking off this series highlighting the scare actors uh, with a gentleman that we met way back in January when we were at HauntCon. We, uh, you know, were just digging through, seeing, oh, who else decided to come to uh, the virtual HauntCon as well? And um, so I'm just doing, like, keyword searches to see what kind of people there are. And I'm like, oh, let's see if there's any other podcasters. And lo and behold, there was another podcaster. Only one. That's okay. We're a small, we're kind of a niche group. I say we're very niche, very niche topic. <laughs> That's okay though. Um, but we found another podcaster. We reached out, and he was totally uh, up for getting uh, getting our podcast together and uh, promoting each other. And so we've been working together for the last several months, um, trying to promote each other. I, w- I am so excited that we can have him here. So, Mr. Ty Rowley of the Shadows of Fear Haunted House and the Foggy Jack Live podcast. Welcome to haunting you, my friend. Thank you very much. It's, it's I'm glad to be. <laughs> so, Ty, one of the things that caught my eye in your bio is you call yourself a magician, and you like to work magic into your haunting. I do. Tell me about it. Um. So, I did magic for since you know all through high school, did all that kind of stuff. Magic kind of went away with it. Um for a long time and then last year they threw me they threw me in the haunt as a clown in the clown room and I kind of got free reign of kind of making my own character and so my character is Foggy Jack of course (laughs) Uh, and so everything revolves around him now it's kind of weird but um and I was like well I can take what I know or what i could remember from doing magic to put it into this haunt and so it was just kind of like this six foot by ten foot room like it wasn't big it wasn't a lot of of clowning mm-hmm. uh, but i like that verb <laughs> clowning. i have a funny story about the art of clowning coming back but, to that <laughs> um and so these people they would come in and i I didn't like, you know, the hide in the corner kind of, you know, in your face kind of clown. I wanted to be more of the the funny, the more of the the laughs, and so setting them up for the next room to to scare them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would I would come out and I'd have like a it's like a handkerchief that looked like it was covered in blood, and I would produce a, a sponge ball, and then I would make the sponge ball disappear, and then to leave the room was like a black curtain. So it wasn't a lot of magic, but you know, it was just enough. And then there was a black curtain that they had to walk through and I would pick one person out of their group that had to walk through the curtain alone. <laughs> and there were so many people that are like, Oh no, I'm not going to go. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm like, there's nothing <laughs> behind it. And I would make a joke of it. I'd be like, watch, you're going to walk through the curtain. I'm going to do a magic trick. And they walk through the ma- curtain. I was like, Ta-da, they disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) Every now and again, we'd have someone on the other side of that curtain with a chainsaw. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) course. It was just kind of fun, kind of. And then um, just kind of expanded it from there and and learning, getting back into it and all that kind of stuff now. So Mm -hmm. it's not a cheap hobby, but it's okay. Ain't that the (laughs) truth. Neither is haunting, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about your character, Foggy Jack. 
Um, so my character, Foggy Jack, kind of evolves. Um, last year he was a, a full-fledged clown, makeup and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then he really started, um, I just, uh, three, three years ago, I started, I just started a simple Instagram page, but I just wanted to, you know, put Halloween stuff on Instagram because that's cool. And so I was just, I couldn't decide what I was going to call it. And I had a few ideas and my wife came up with what's called Foggy Jack. And so that, that stuck. And then that grew to the podcast. The podcast grew. I got the logo. So now he's all over everything. <laughs> and then last year I was like, well, I mean, I am Foggy Jack, so I might as well make him Embrace real. it. Embrace it. Embrace it. And so he, I now am, am Foggy Jack. So last year he was, he was more clown character. This year he's more, I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. More, more on the magician side than the clown side, mm -hmm. I'd say. Um, last year I dressed up in like rainbow suspenders and rainbow socks and like all this weird stuff. And this year he's more, I don't want to say sophisticated, but more Subdued. sophisticated. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, but yeah, he's kind of just grown and involved to, to now being my haunt persona and my, my magic path as well. Mm -hmm. Where did the, like the image come from? Where did you get the logo? Who came up with that, that um, image? So right around the time I started the Instagram page, I went to, um, Theorcon here in Salt Lake City, uh -huh. and I just met someone and I said, "Could you draw me a logo?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And so I was like, "All right, I kind of want like a because my favorite thing, my favorite theme in a haunt is Sleepy Hollow. I love pumpkins, love Sleepy it. Hollow, that, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, I kind of want like a pumpkin Jack Skellington mixed with uh, Jack Sparrow kind of kind of esque um, person. She drew me that, and now it's just everywhere <laughs> i love it i freaking love it like it is the coolest looking character i've ever seen i you need to get me in touch with who did that because i need some work from her yeah i am um, yeah i can i can send you send you send you a link that, that would be awesome so tell me more about this the art of clowning uh <laughs> so last year when i started you know kind of wanting to bring more and more magic into my my set or my routine i got on facebook because that's where everybody goes for great advice of course and um <laughs> i got on <laughs> yeah i got on this um page this magician's page and asked like i need i'm a clown in a haunted house and i need just some smaller kind of tricks to do that i can you know push people through but also still do the tricks and this this guy wrote me this long comment and he basically i wish i could pull it up if i can find <laughs> it but basically he was like it is you people in the haunt industry that is ruining the art of clowning oh damn you're making it so that our friends in the in the clowning art are losing high paying contracts and all this stuff and so i for a long time, I was like, I'd Foggy Jack, the art of ruining clowning. So, 
man, wow. clown drama. <laughs> I'm just like, if it weren't for the haunt industry, clowns wouldn't be much anymore. Like, <laughs> no, we're the biggest, we're the biggest contributor to clowns. I, it's like, no question, no, seriously. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> without the haunt industry, who do you have, Ronald? Ronald McDonald, yeah. like, yeah. Pennywise, um, that's about it. Pennywise, yeah, Pennywise. The haunt industry, like the haunt industry. That's that's haunt and horror. That's that's all you have. The clowns, so might as well embrace it. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. That's ruining ruining the art of clowning. <laughs> but uh, but what's fun Man, is you had something to put on a resume. Yeah, seriously, ruin the art of clowning. I'm actually taking a course next month. Is it's it's August, right? Yeah. Uh, next month, Basically. I'm taking a course for clowning, so I'm going to learn more into the art of clowning, I guess. Uh, Hopefully not going to ruin that it. You'll know why you're ruining it? Yeah, I don't know why I'm <laughs> ruining it, but it was just, it was so funny. And just the picture of the dude, you could just tell that he doesn't do much besides scroll through Facebook, so I'm just like... And apparently what? take take his clowning very seriously. He does, yeah, apparently. It, well, I mean, clowning is serious business. Absolutely. <laughs> The most serious business. There's no clowning around when it comes to clowning. So. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. Uh. So I think you announced like this morning or so uh, that you're going to be taking all of this magic stuff that you've been doing and teaching a class on it at Fear Expo Live. That was a few days ago, actually. I mean, it was kind of. I was always planning. I planned since I found out about the show that I'm like, I'm going to that. Like, <laughs> I told my wife, I was like, all I want for my birthday is just to go to this show. So I had a very similar conversation with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, just let me go to that one and Trans World. I'll be all happy. So, <laughs> going both next year, but um, yeah. So I, I kind of, and then I actually talked to Doug just about the podcast kind of getting him on i never got I, ne I was never able to connect with him to get him on but mm -hmm. um and then kind of just out of a whim i was on the website and i filled out the application to do a, a course or do a class and i was like I, I think it would be really interesting to teach a course about how in the haunt industry you can use magic more and more to keep people entertained mm -hmm. keep them you know in line basically and so I, I, you know, I wrote it, kind of wrote it up, the proposal, sent it to him. Didn't think much would happen because, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It was kind of just seeing what would happen. And then sure. he messaged me that next morning, and he's like, hey, I got your application. Can you give me a call? So I gave him a call, and he's like, all right, well, let's uh, get your let's, – let's do it. So I think he's <laughs> like, that sounds like a, an interesting class. Let's get you to do it. So um, after freaking out for a minute that I was teaching a class, <laughs> <laughs> and then trying to figure out and then you know counting the 174 days till it actually happens yep so i have a countdown now um <laughs> just pull together a, a, a class on it so it was it makes a lot of sense i mean magic and haunting you both use misdirection and sleight of hand and just these kind of subtle 
subtle actions to redirect and then get a reaction. So it, 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 it makes sense. It works really, really well. Yeah. And yeah. It's one of those that you're like, once you think about it, you're like, well, yeah, of course it would, but it, it's not a, one of those initial matchups. And it's not something that I think I've seen very often at haunts mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing magic related in a haunt would be a pepper's ghost effect sure that's probably the biggest thing that happens but um like leslie said you know with you know magic uses so much misdirection and Just like some magic potion, you fill me with emotion. You control my very soul. You've got me voodoo. You knew the goddess Venus would start this love between us. You inspired me with desire. You've got me voodoo. You knew you had the power and even picked the hour when the full moon was up above. I was hypnotized when I looked into your eyes. My heart was filled with love. Just like the siren Cersei, you've got me at your mercy. Always yours to have and hold. Mama, you've got me voodoo. struggling, if you are thinking about hurting yourself, or if you know someone who is, please extend an arm, extend a hand, 
give them this number, or you can call this number as well, 800-273-8255. It's 800-273-8255. You are more important than you know. You are more loved than you know, and you are needed. When you watch horror movies in summer, do you cry out of angst for the Halloween season? <laughs> Have you ever wondered what happens behind dark, spiderweb-encrusted curtains of a haunted house? Well, boy, oh boy, do I have a solution to all of your aching problems. The Foggy Jack Live Podcast. Where the haunters meet the haunted. Each week on the show, you'll learn behind-the-scenes info of the haunt industry, the talk of the paranormal and cryptid industry. We also talk about horror movies, Halloween, and so much more. So please join us each week for this creepy, kooky, mysterious, and spooky Foggy Jack Live podcast. And we'll catch you down in the pumpkin patch where the haunters meet the haunted. The Foggy Jack Live podcast is found anywhere podcasts are sold, distributed, or streamed. Please follow us on all our social media accounts at FoggyJack13. Please note this podcast is not responsible for explosive diarrhea, vomiting, erectile dysfunction, heartworms, or major migraines as a result of listening to the show.